0: a home opening a successful business people are you ready meet your personal coach and trusted attorney andrew lee get ready for leave on the loose who will help you get started in building your real estate empire grow your self confidence find your grit and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world you're a player this is real estate investing with Andrew Lee so i'm going through the news because i always like to read and learn new ways to make money in real estate and i come across this article called Ma- from Mashvisor and here's what it says how to make money as a property locator in 2020? You got me. I want to know how to make money. I want to know how to make money in property Well, It's 2020. It's so this lady, Sohel Farwahi, writes the article, and I don't know if I'm butchering her name. I'm sorry, I'm bad with names, but we're gonna we're gonna learn what you say here. Here's what it says: There are lots of different ways to make money in real estate. Yeah, we agree. That's why we have the show. If you are new to the world of real estate and looking for a low risk, low cost way to get started, you might want to consider becoming a real estate property locator. You had me at the low cost, low risk, even though I'm not new. I said, I like low cost, low risk. But Soho, what in God's earth is a real estate property locator? I've never heard this term before, and I've been around the block. So Lauren, here's what's good.
1: Andrew, do they also sell diet pills?
0: Like It sounds like a, a diet pill sales, but Lauren, she she does a good thing. She gives us a bold that says, my question too, what is a real estate property locator? So maybe she's a good writer, but she got me to say exactly what her next line is. So let's find out. A property locator is someone who finds investment property deals for real estate investors. Are you freaking kidding me? Like that is a licensed real estate broker. Call it whatever you want. Does it say
1: in the article that you need a license to become a locator?
0: Like I've read it a few times. I don't see any license. In fact, they tell you this is even better. They tell you historically you would just need to find. You'd have to go out and look for property. But Mash Pfizer makes it easier. You could just go on their website, find information and give it to an investor. So they've not only taken away the license in this article, they've taken away all the work involved in getting the job done. So I just have to throw this out there. You do know that if you go become a property locator, you could go to like get a crime. It's a misdemeanor or higher in different states and you could be prosecuted. Oh, here's my favorite. Ready? Earning a fee without a license. You could end up owing four times the amount of money like they. So, I'm reading this thing, and they're selling, like you said, diet pills or something like that, like to these people.
1: Well, they're giving you your dream job where you can just work from home and find a press a button and find the property.
0: So, what we should talk about is actually how you can do this legally because I think it's a good idea to go into real estate brokerage, but. Let's do it the right way. Let's start off with the fact you need to get a license. In real estate brokerage, it depends where you are in the country. They have different names for the licenses. It could be a salesperson. It could be an associate real estate broker. Regardless, you got to go get the education. You got to go pass the test. Let's assume you did that let's assume you did it right. What would I want? I'm an investor. What would, You're an investor. Yeah. What would you want our real estate broker to do when we're looking for property?
1: Well, I'll tell you what I want. I want somebody who's going to go to the property. They're going to go see if there's zoning issues. They're going to see the condition of the property, how the roof condition is, how the electrical condition is, how much money it would take to make the property
0: usable So basically, you're telling me what you want, what you really, really want. And so the end of the day is that you're saying, I don't just want someone to find the property. You have the internet. Like my favorite site, I'm addicted, LoopNet. Have you been on LoopNet? LoopNet is the best. You go. There's about eight or nine of these commercial sites. But if you go on LoopNet, you can find commercial property almost everywhere.
1: Yeah, I like it because it breaks it down. If you're renting or if you're buying, you can see what the prices are. You can see where uh, the comps are.
0: And a lot of people probably like MLS too, which is also a winner. I find the commercial side of MLS is more of the mom and pop properties. And I find the LoopNet is more of the institutional or professional class of property. I like to look at them both to be candid with you. And I think MLS has a really good feature when it comes to multifamily, which I'm interested in. So I check them both. But when you go on these properties, that's step one, not step 15. So first they find the properties. And we were we were just looking at a property. I drove you to a property the other day, Lauren. I said to you, "You're like, what, where are we?" And I'm like, "Look, I would like," and I thought you were about to jump across the steering wheel to kill me. Well, I
1: asked you if you also had a bulldozer.
0: Yeah. So we went to this property. It was in this downtown. I'll tell you why I was interested in it. They had a article that said they were going to get municipal sewage. And so I said to myself, if they get the right sewer systems and they're going to go do that, this property is going to be worth a lot more money. And it was ranked at about $750,000. We're not going to tell you the exact number. And then it also had five different units, mixed use, upstairs, downstairs. And so I pull up to the thing. And as you just said. It was scary. Scary. And so the, the siding was all rotted out. The roof looked like it was about to fall off.
1: But it's scary to me because I'm not a contractor.
0: Well, obviously, like if you could knock it down and start again, but that even if you were a contractor, wouldn't that affect the numbers? Because now you're not buying a $750,000 property. You're buying a $750,000 property that you have to bulldoze and start again. And what well, you're saying, I guess, when you say a contractor is your numbers are less expensive to do the construction, but you still got to pay for materials. Like uh, we were talking to your parents recently and they said that they wanted to go put, they're buying a house. And they said the basement, it's about 1500 square feet. And they go in the basement, they go, how much do you think it's going to cost to renovate it? And they, they, we were like, I don't know, 80,000, a hundred thousand. And they go, why not 10? And what'd you say?
1: Well there's something called electric and I don't know if you want plumbing, let's just say you don't want any of that. You just want walls.
0: Yeah, drywall, that's kind of they expensive. Have a floor. A floor. That's a winner. So people forget that even when there's a contractor involved, you still have to get the raw materials. And
1: Yeah, and you also want to make sure that you can get in and out cuz there's these thing called codes in new york
0: well not just new york lauren everywhere there's local laws like everywhere you go it's not free for all with property we're not going out to the wild west we're not packing up our bag and going for the gold rush there's governments everywhere and these governments have really specific goals of what you can do and you can't do it property and it's not just what you can do it's what you could build sometimes have you ever noticed i asked someone the other day we have a, a office building with a flat roof And I said to someone, why would they build office buildings with flat roofs? And this guy I know said to me, Because a lot of communities have maximum height requirements. And if you were to do a curved roof, you're hitting the height without getting the square footage. Because you see, a lot of these communities have maximum height, density. They have I was at a historic committee for a zoning issue once, and I'm sitting there, and this old lady. Is crying and crying, and she comes up because she was before me in this conference. And they say, "Miss, what are you doing here?" And she goes, "Well, you guys just gave me an order that says I have to rip off all the siding I just put on my house, and you, I have to replace it. And my husband died a year ago, and I've used my last fifteen thousand dollars to put up the siding. It was rotting out, and I got this whole thing together. And they said it's vinyl siding, right?" And she said, yeah, that's it's going to last a long time. This is really good stuff. And you know what the committee said? We're the Historic Committee, not the Sympathy Committee. Vinyl siding isn't historic. That is not pursuant to code. You didn't ask permission. Please rip it off before we keep ticketing you. Thank you very much. That's so sad. So sad. But that's what happens when you buy real estate. You got to see what the rules are for the community, whether you're in Wyoming, whether you're in Tennessee, or whether you're in New York.
1: So does this property locator, this article says, do they understand the local rules
0: and codes? Well, I don't know. But I would assume that if you're going to become a real estate broker, you're going to go on a website called eCode. You're just going to Google. It's E-Code 360, E-C-O-D-E, and you can find the local codes for all different communities. And what I would want from a property locator, we'll call them a broker just for fun, is I would want them to, number one, find the property. Number two, I'd like them to tell me, is there a CO, a certificate of occupancy for this property? Is it even legally being operated the way it is right now? Maybe I'm buying a property and you know what you inherit when you buy a property that's used illegally? Headaches. Headaches. Tickets. Do you know that they can make you rip it down if they built it illegally? We were buying a property once, Lauren. I don't know if you remember. And when we were going through the purchase process, we found out that it was 10 feet too close to the road. And I started like dripping in sweat because I said to myself, I'm going to buy this property and then they're going to make me take off 10 feet of the front of the building.
1: Yeah, but most people are like, ah, they won't do
0: that. Well, they will. And so my lucky news, this is what happened on our property, I'll complete that story, is that we were able to find that the road when they had this 10 feet setback, was a one lane road and they had expanded it to two lanes and it really wasn't within the 10 feet. And we were able to show the municipality, the government, the town, and we were able to show the title insurance company and we were good to go. But I want a broker that's going to spot the issues in the first place. So what are you doing when you're looking at property? Number one, as Lauren said, you're checking the current legality. Number two, you're checking the future development potential. Number three, you're checking the use availability, both now and into the future. That's the as of right uses. You know, you ever ever said to yourself, they should put an ice rink there. They should have a restaurant there. We really need a new movie theater here. A grocery store would be perfect there. They should do that. I love they. Don't have you met they? You're they, people. Everyone's they. You're they. I'm they. Everyone's they. They is a real estate investor. They is the person that does it. Like as Nike says, just do it. Here's the key though. Did the government say you're allowed to in the first place? You see, different cities, villages, and towns. They're broken down into different subsets. And these subsets are called zoning districts. And in the zoning district, it says what you can do and what you can't do. I want a real estate broker that says, I want to go open up. I don't know if you know, all the rage these days is these gastro pubs. You're cool when you have a gastro pub. Mm -hmm. I want to open a gastro pub. The only problem is, the spot that i picked out isn't wet use isn't allowed to have a restaurant isn't he, do you know that they sometimes say you can have a deli but not have a restaurant can't even have a deli there so if i was to buy that property aren't i asking myself to get sued by the municipality so i guess here's the story sohel listen up sohel Mesh When something's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. So there's no such thing as a property locator. It's a real estate broker, which is a really valuable thing to do. But let's not pile a pile of smelly stuff. Thanks, well. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.